Welcome to the Life Curation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrina Tisi. Together, we will explore thoughts, inspirations, and conversations that feed our soul, spark the mind, and nourish the body. Thank you so much for being here to learn and grow and for walking this journey called life with me. Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Life Creation Podcast. Maybe you're here for the first time or you've been coming back. I do really appreciate me being able to speak to you. And today I would like to talk about somatic experiencing. Somatic experiencing is a form of therapy to heal trauma and it was created by Dr. Peter Levine and almost a year ago I started my training it's a three-year training and I've just finished the first year and I find it super super fascinating and love to share here a little bit so it's not so easy because there is so much and I have lots of notes in front of me. But I also know that this won't be the last time on this podcast that I talk about somatic experiencing. So for me, the work with trauma has been very interesting for a long time and probably was also triggered by my own experiences with losing my father at the age of 15 and then my brother passing away at the age of 36, both on a heart attack. So through my own process of healing, you know, trauma has been always very present for me and the curiosity of how can we find peace and actually what is even trauma like I've just mentioned two incidences two big incidences in my life that I think when you hear that it's quote-unquote obvious that that is traumatic but a trauma doesn't have to be that big really anything that is too much that happens too fast or too strongly can be traumatizing and trauma is also very subjective so a traumatic experiencing for me may not be traumatic for you and vice versa. And what attracted me to somatic experiencing is, like the name says, somatic, so very connected to the body. And if you've been following me, you know that the body is an integral part of my work, whether that's with yoga or even with EFT tapping. And personally, the body is such a vehicle for me to 
process many things and to experience many things. And that then brings in the second word in terms of experiencing. It's, yeah, like the word says, feeling it, experiencing, noticing it, what's happening in the body. And, you know, Peter Levine talks about trauma being an injury. And he makes this amazing analogy of when we break a bone, you know, we go to the doctor and we get a cast and the bone can heal. And sometimes the bone gets actually stronger where it was broken. And the doctor actually didn't heal the bone. It just gave the body a support to access its own capacity to heal. And we can do the same in trauma healing. So if we see trauma as an injury, you know, it may feel overwhelming and paralyzing by terror, loss, overloaded in any way. And we cannot make sense of what's actually going on. So then the question comes in, how can we re-engage the nervous system to come back to normal life? So to be social, to be with our friends, to be with our family, to work, to have fun. So how can we support the innate healing that all human beings have to rebound and become resilient again after these very traumatic, overwhelming injuries <laughs> called trauma. So I would actually like to read to you um, something out of one of Peter Levine's book called In an Unspoken Voice. The paradox of trauma is that it has both the power to destroy and the power to transform and resurrect. Whether trauma will be cruel and punishing or a vehicle for soaring to the heights of transformation and mastery depends upon how we approach it. Trauma is a fact of life. It does not, however, have to be a life sentence. It is possible to learn from mythology, from clinical observation, from neuroscience, from embracing the living, experiential body and from behavior of animals. And then, rather than embracing against our instinct, embrace them. With guidance and support, we are capable of emulating animals 
in learning to shake, tremble our way back to life. In being able to harness these primordial and intellectual instinctual energies, we can move through trauma and transform it. I love that. And in somatic experiencing, we come from the point that the body stores everything. And there is even a book called The Body Keeps the Score. I will link it in the show notes as the other book I just read from. So this also kind of comes from the point that the trauma is not in the story. The story doesn't hold the trauma. The body does. And sometimes just that and accessing the sensation in the body and the emotions and the experience that are stored in the body, that can feel overwhelming. And maybe you have had experiences where I have. (laughs) You go to a massage or you do some other body work. I've had it in yoga without even doing something, but with just noticing the sensations in the body and paying attention to them. So much can be released. But, (laughs) and that's also something that I love about somatic experiencing. It's very slow and little by little, it really comes. And that's actually really important is less is more. Because the body and the sensation that we then maybe access or that we even scared of can be scary. <laughs> it can also feel a little bit like a minefield. But that's also where the healing can happen slowly. <laughs> and I'm over and over fascinated because so often already. I thought, nothing is really happening. (laughs) But so much is happening. And it's so subtle and soft in a way. And I really love that. And it's also really important because trauma has a lot of energy. And many of us suppress that energy because it feels overwhelming. And we don't do that consciously, right? And the magic is actually to not deny the trauma, but also to not get swept away by it. And to slowly, slowly with support, access what the body knows. And... Again, the story is not even that important. And sometimes we don't even 
know anymore. That happens. But we have some chronic thing <laughs> that we can work with to then heal something that we may not even know was there. And we also don't need to know we can work with the body to heal. And it's a whole other <laughs> topic, episode, whatever. But we can also carry trauma from past generations. There is also collective trauma. And we also talk about primary, secondary and tertiary. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing this right. <laughs> trauma. So primary is a trauma that happens to us. Secondary trauma is something we witness. And tertiary is when we hear about something. And again, one is not more or less traumatizing. I think that's also really important to note down. Because, like I mentioned before, any form of, tra of trauma is very personal and very individual. So very subjective. So with somatic experiencing, we work with the body. <laughs> and when we're traumatized, often we have a tendency to work against the body. And Milton Erickson says, you know something that you don't know that you know. And through the work with the body, we can gain knowledge into what we don't know we know. And this process is also called bottom-up, which again means working from the inside, so also the somatic, the body, to the realization, so the cognition. And this is also a little bit of a dance because we touch on what's happening on the inside and we go back into orientation on the outside. And that's simply by noticing what's happening in the body and then looking around the room, noticing what's in the room and then noticing what changes. And this we do with a lot of curiosity. And that's a big aspect. Because if we can stay curious, the fear gets lessened. And curiosity also has something playful and it makes us feel alive. And in a traumatized state, we can feel frozen. And that brings me a little bit to the nervous system. And <laughs> that's another big 
topic and in somatic experiencing the nervous system is a huge huge aspect and I actually have a very special guest coming on that will talk more about the nervous system as well as the polyvagal theory. So depending when you listen to that, check the show notes. Maybe the episode has aired already and you'll find the link. Otherwise, stay tuned. It's coming soon. I do, however, want to just briefly touch on it. So the nervous system or the autonomic nervous system is self-regulating and we go from the parasympathetic nervous system to the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic is rest and digest and the sympathetic is fight or flight and our culture our life is very much ruled by sympathetic. Now, when we talk about the polyvagal theory, we talk about three neural pathways, and each is part of the autonomic nervous system. And there we also talk about safety and social engagement, fight and flight. And shut down into immobility. So that's just a little excursion into that topic. More to follow. I actually would love to take you through a little bit of an experiment and how the slowness and the subtleness and the curiosity can look like. So feel into an emotion that can be sadness, it can be anger, it can be anything that comes up for you. And just notice where in the body you feel that. So I'm going to take the example of anger. And Maybe you feel that in your jaw. So you notice how you're starting to clench your teeth and you notice this anger in your jaw. So then maybe you feel a tightness in the chest. So in the jaw, when you Feel attention in the jaw and you noticing how maybe you're biting your back teeth. You release the tension just a very tiny bit. And then you increase that tension a tiny bit again. Very minimal. And you just notice what happens. You do it a few times. You bite on your teeth, clenching the jaw, and you release the tension just a tiny bit. And then you notice what's happening with your anger and see if something changes. And 
which is again coming from a point of curiosity. We're not really expecting anything. We just see what happens. We see what happens next. <laughs> Peter Levine also, amongst so many things, studied the animals a lot. And we can learn so much from animals. And I'm learning a lot from Kia <laughs> just by watching her. And Peter Levine also talks about the human animal and, you know, how we also have to learn to come back to that instinctual human being. And in the paragraph I read to you, he also talks about the the shaking and trembling our way back to life and you know like i i noticed that with kia so much like if she has anything she shakes it off and like an interaction with another dog seeing a cat <laughs> she shakes it off afterwards and that brings her back to life back to balance and also in terms of the nervous system and those fight or flight or even freeze or paralyze we see that in nature so much so you know an animal flees or it fights but sometimes it also freezes shuts down becomes immobile and that can actually lead to safety i grew up with a cat and <laughs> he would bring us mices mices yes mices into the home and you know he would bring them as a gift and then he's like under my bed and he would play with the mouse like the mouse is like looks dead and he doesn't find that fun because as soon as the animal is dead for the penetrator that's not interesting anymore so it tries to wake it up, <laughs> brings it back to life. So the mice comes back out of immobilization. And sometimes they can be very fast and very disoriented that, for example, the cat is not prepared for, even though it kind of waits for it. And what can also happen is then the mouse actually attacks the cat, not doing this on purpose. It's just an instinctual behavior. And the cat is so surprised that the mouse has actually the opportunity to flee. And that there's numerous videos also of 
um, wild animals, you know, tiger and lions with um, gazelles where, you know, they looked at and then the tiger leaves, for example, to get the young ones. And in that time, the gazelle comes back and can actually flee. So we can learn a lot from animals. Okie dokie. I think this is a really good start into trauma and somatic experiencing. I hope you learned something. I hope it sparked your curiosity. And I invite you to just notice your sensation in your body and without judging them, just noticing it. Watch animals, see what you can learn from them. And if you have questions, please, please let me know. I love to hear from you. And, you know, your questions and your input and your feedback also triggers more episodes of this sort and yes so curate your life stay curious stay connected to your body and thank you for being here talk soon